Hello beautiful people, it is Ellis Monte and we are back with another episode of Confessions of a Queer Ass Black Boy and uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, hopefully on this, you know, you're not listening to this podcast on Christmas, but I put it out extremely close to Christmas just because you all know me. I am a procrastinator. I, um, I wait to the last minute to do everything, but I'm going to do my best to stay consistent. So I had to put out an episode and that's on period. Um, but yeah, as I am recording this, it is currently a day before Christmas and, uh, it's weird. It's very weird. This is like the most un-Christmas Christmas ever. I mean, for mainly three reasons. I live in Georgia, so of course there's like no snow. It's not a white Christmas here. It's definitely like a 50 degree Christmas, um, especially if we're going to have one. And uh, also because I am old as hell, so you know, there's really that anticipation that you used to have as a kid is not really there. Roughly so, but you know, I, I passed a threshold of anticipation and uh also just because it's covid you know so obviously like having like a really big family christmas is just not going to be reality this year which makes me so sad like that's the worst reason ever (laughs) like you know it makes me feel so nostalgic when i think about like all the memories when i had as a kid like you know christmas eve going over to my grandmother's house and like all my cousins will be there and eat and watch movies and listen to music and it just was like such a huge grand time and it's so sad that like that time is over you know and I really hope that next year God willing with COVID you know again God willing being gone we get to up those you know traditions back again and start that shit because in times like this where you're not able to be around your family it makes you so sad like it's definitely one of the things that I took for granted you know obviously I never would have knew a pandemic would have been um, brought on but it's sad that I don't get to experience that this year but that's enough of that happy holidays to you and I hope that all of you are at home enjoying time with yourselves um, most importantly but if not with your family as well you know and if you don't if you're not surrounded by family um, my heart goes out to you and just know that you know I am your family and all the listeners of Confessions of a Grass Black Boy is your family so you are loved immensely Today's episode is going to be centered around gratefulness. Uh, I don't want to be a dead horse, but I really wanted to just get on here and just talk about the shit that I'm grateful for because I feel like in times like this where life is just weird, like I don't know how to describe it other than just weird, it is easy to forget the things like, you know, that make you happy and that you're grateful for. And I just want to talk about that shit with you, you know? I feel like you're my family and I have to keep it real with you. And, uh, gratefulness is big i feel like as an anxious and often sometimes depressed person gratefulness is one of the key factors that helps me get out of a rut or like a little phase i don't know so i want to just talk about it with you but before we get into that of course i have to talk about my highs and my lows because i want to keep you guys updated on my life on the show that is ellis's fucking life i feel like it's a telenovela but maybe just a soap opera because there's no Spanish in it. So anyways, going into the highs, um, I feel like a weird high for me has been just sending Christmas cards, or I'm not gonna lie to you, writing Christmas cards because I have not sent any out. And again, we are two days before Christmas, but that's just Ellis being Ellis. I am a procrastinator, I can't help it. So 
writing Christmas cards, I got the idea from one of my favorite podcasters, Lauren Elizabeth. And she was just talking about like a great way to be cost effective in like this weird time, but also like very intentional is to create cards for your friends. So I went to Target, got some Christmas cards and just like wrote little messages to my friends. Like, of course, I would love to like get them all like gifts, but like it's just so much harder not being in the same city. And then you have to worry about shipping and all that other shit. So it's just like, let me just give you a card, girl, and show you how much I care about you and i know my friends will love it so that's been really nice to just kind of like recount the year with my friends like they're not super long messages that i'm sending but they're just meaningful that are like tailored to each friend it's not like a you know a general message that i'm sending to every friend it's just like personalized so it's really cool so i really urge you all to do that i mean i know you all hear this pretty late maybe too late but when it comes to gifts like i feel like we need to get away from just feeling like we have to go above and beyond and give somebody like the most grandest gesture and it's like sometimes it's okay to literally just send a message that says i care about you you know like i'm pretty sure you would love that so i know your friends would too i would love that if a friend just sent me a card that just said like hey ellis i love you you're amazing thanks for being you know like just that would mean the world to me so i hope that i'm able to give that to other people you know another high for me would just be catching up with friends i feel like lately i have been uh in this mood luckily to just like connect with other people and it's been so necessary and i guess it just stems from obviously being in quarantine and social my social life being just limited i will not say everybody's social life because i know a lot of people are still going out and having fun like kudos to them but my social life pretty much extends to my immediate family that is within my house um like my mother who is not in my household but like you know i'm constantly talking to her and also just like friends that i've you know facetime like that's literally pretty much it um so it's been really nice to just connect with friends it's really just been a good high of my week and uh yeah i don't know i love it so connect with some friends don't be an isolated bitch like i am most of the times okay so those have been some highs it's really been nice to just get in the spirit i feel like just overall getting in the christmas spirit of just like connecting loving and just being with beautiful people is just like it's been really uplifting for me so yeah going into the lows um and i don't mean to like make my voice go down like it's gonna be sad it's not sad um but these are just things like if you don't understand the lows these are just things that i guess created negative emotions for me of course i'm trying and i'm working to make them positive but they're just negative emotions possibly or experiences that you know are evoking change in me so yeah um one low would definitely have to be um fuck boys fuck boys and i want to talk to you guys about this because they have been in my life or one fuck boy has been in my life and i don't know um if he listens to this podcast, I hope not, but I'm going to talk about him. I'm not going to say his name, but he was kind of a fuckboy. He tried to come into my life and he really fucked some shit up. Like he was really only in my life for a minute. And the time that he tried, his fuckery started, it just, it, it fucked me up. So he's a true fuckboy. But the lesson that I learned from him was that I am not anybody's sexual experimentation. You know, like, I think this is one problem that a lot of gay men deal with is that, you know, especially the ones who are out, like for me, 
um i am out i do not glorify being out i mean it's just the you know i understand the struggle of being uh how would you say closeted to an extent like i closeted because you know of course like coming up figuring out your sexuality um coming to terms with it and you know expressing it to your family does take time i definitely you know i realize that and i accept that and i wasn't out fully until about the age of 19 so you know take your time for for for, definitely you know but i guess i have a problem when it comes to men who um who are well aware of sexuality they're well aware of like what they like sexually and that they like men but for some reason they just are so um trying to uphold an image due to standards due to everyone else due to like being in you know some weird organization or just like some other shit to where i feel like they mess with other people's feelings you know they lie to you and say oh i'm like just exploring this and oh i'm getting used to this and oh like you know all this other stuff when at the end of the day you're never getting used to this you've been doing this shit like it's no longer experimentation on the fifth guy and i don't know if this guy's had five guys i don't fucking know but he's well aware of his sexuality and i think i had to realize that like later on like of course when he was telling me his stuff like oh like i really want to explore this with you and then all this other stuff like it really sounded well like it was like oh like okay like cool i guess in my mind it just was like you know they're coming to terms with their sexuality but i think through dealing with them for the short time that i did i realized that they were very much so understanding their sexuality they just wanted sex you know i think fuck boys often portray themselves as like way more emotional and like kinder than what they are and they just don't say hey i want to fuck and it's just like if you would have just said hey i want to fuck from the jump I would have been able to like move differently, but you kind of came at it with a different approach and that really fucked me up and that really just made me like, you know, cause often what happens when you deal with a fuck boy, once they get what they want, they just like totally move differently. Like they just like act like the day before they weren't in your messages, like trying to like, you know, see what you was up to, you know, they just go ghost and it's just like, you know, for a person, who's like really trying to, I guess for a person like me who cares about relationships and who is emotional and who is romantic, and I'm not even just romantic, I'm a helpless, hopeless romantic. When people do things like that, it really fucks me up and it makes me start to think like, okay, well, what did I do? Um, Should I have done this? Well, did I do, like, I just start to blame myself and I start to take everything personal. I take the whole experience personal. And it just sends me into this spiral of, overthinking anxiety sadness and hell no you know so a low has just been fuck boys fuck boys are just not it at all and honestly that experience just what it really did for me was just like send me into a kind of a fast for men and i know i may say this often and if you've heard me say this often i'm sorry but i truly mean it at this point where it's just like i'm really ready to just focus on me and it feels good to say that like i'm just ready to focus on me and the the plethora of shit that i have going on like i just have too much shit going on in my life and um good wise like you know in a good sense i meant to say and i guess i just don't have time to deal with men 
romantically or even sexually at this point just because it's just too much it's just too much emotions for me and that's just fine because i'm an emotional person you know like kudos to the people who can just have flings and who can just like do all that stuff and not get emotionally attached or it really not take away from their day-to-day lives like that's awesome for you and i i strive to be like that at some point but i know for me right now like just dealing with men and like even like opening myself up to fuck boys is just like detrimental to my progress so i feel like he just really uh he sparked some growth in me so i'm really happy for like thank you for that fuck boy if you listen to this i'm sorry that i had to put you on the spot um but if not like oh fucking well who cares though I don't I really don't care but you're a fuckboy you know and I feel like that's okay too like if a fuckboy came into your life like it's okay to call them out and say hey what you did like was some fuckery you know like I feel like we need to bring accountability into 2021 I'm so tired of like people just like doing what they want to people you know like like that that can open up a whole nother can of worms but it just really pisses me off when i feel like people mess with other people's emotions because i feel like as an emotional person as an empath you know i just i stray away from that like i just try my hardest to not do that like if i feel like this is gonna hurt you like i'm like a people pleaser so like if i feel like this is gonna hurt you i feel like this is gonna go the wrong way your emotions are gonna get hurt i just try not to do that so it really pisses me off when people do that to me so yeah so i am not a sexual experimentation i really urge you not to do that either if a guy is like you know especially as a queer person like if a person is like coming to you with their queerness and they're experimenting with it just go ahead and tell them to do that with somebody else if they want to get to know you then like come back with a different approach but if they're like oh and it's you know i'm new to this and all this other shit like go be new with it with somebody else who's new because i'm not new to this so bye bitch so yeah that was a fucking low ugh the audacity of that man um another low of mine would have to be just again getting into the christmas spirit um i really am really bad at giving gifts like the christmas cards was like the easiest thing but when it comes to like actual people like my my stepmom my mom or my dad like those three people i genuinely do not know what to get them like it it boggles my mind especially my dad because he's like one of those people who are like just so content and i love that about him but like you want to give them the world but it's just like oh like i don't know what you like what do you need what do you want i don't know so that's been a low because it's been creating anxiety for me but i think tomorrow i'm just gonna go out into the world and just like you know try and find something we'll find something i'm um, gonna release anxiety and just uh, turn it into hopefulness we are going to find ellis's dad great christmas kid he's gonna love it and just like you know love it you know but i feel like that's deeper you know i feel like i'm realizing that like why do i stress so much about christmas gifts like why do i feel like the need to like get him something so perfect or my mom something so perfect and it's just like it goes back to me trying to be a perfectionist and it's just like ugh, like the fact that that's like even tainting my christmas shopping is like beyond me so it's just like it's time to release that anxiety and just let it the fuck go okay so period 
Moving on. So, don't you want to stay updated with the Confessions of a Cursed Black Boy? You know, like, as soon as I hit distribute the podcast, don't you want to be notified on your beautiful phone? Don't you? The answer should be yes. Okay? So, if you want that to happen, go ahead and hit follow slash slash subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this on. And go ahead and do that. That way, you'll be notified, alright? But then also, I need you to just go ahead and screenshot your player. Put it on your Instagram story or Twitter and at me and let the world know that you're listening to Confessions of a Queerest Black Boy, you know? Don't be ashamed of your love, okay? As we've heard with this past fuckboy that came into my life, I don't have time for ashamed lovers. If you love me, go ahead and let the world know, okay? Period. Alright, so today I want to talk about gratefulness. I don't want to talk about gratefulness. I don't want to teach you what gratefulness is. There's hella YouTube videos for you to go out in the world and do that. I just want to talk about the shit that makes me grateful, you know, that I'm grateful for, that makes me happy. Because, I mean, why not, you know? Hopefully this can inspire you to, uh, you know, look at some things that you're grateful at. But if not, you get to just hear the weird-ass things that Ellis is grateful for, all right? So this episode is not going to be, you know, a lesson in it. It's not going to be anything. It's just going to be me literally talking about the things that I'm grateful for. Hopefully you like some of the things. If not, that's fine too, all right? So let's get started, all right? So the first thing that I am grateful for, slash what is making me happy, is The Office. The Office is, uh, I, I want to say it's like comedic gold. Like, it's, it's just probably one of the best things in the world that, like, has been ever made. And it makes me happy. I feel like sometimes it is an indicator that Ellis is in, <laughs> that Ellis is in a depressive state if Ellis is re-watching The Office. Just because I've watched every, ep- like, especially seasons two through, like, the end. I, I, I just have seen it all. Like, I, sometimes I forget what happened. But for the most part, I remember every episode. And it's just like, you know it just i'm grateful for it you know it when i'm depressed it gets me through it it like takes my mind off the depressive shit and if i'm anxious it takes my mind off the anxious shit and if i'm happy it just makes me laugh like it's just fucking hilarious if you haven't watched the episode of the office do yourself a favor and if you're one of those people who is like i like parks and rec way more than the office then you know whatever f you this is my list um, another another thing that I'm grateful for is YouTube. I feel like I have been on YouTube so much, just learning so much shit lately. You know, like YouTube is a true university, and if whatever you're interested in, there's a video for it. You know, like lately I've been watching a lot of videos on upping my vibrations, on mental health, on manifestation, law of attraction. And obviously, you all know that because I talked about it in the last episode. But that's just been really what my focus is on. So I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos about that, you know. So if there's something you're interested in, go ahead and search on YouTube. Become a master, you know. Period. That way, you know, I watch all this shit so that I'm basically able to get on here and just regurgitate the shit that I just learned and bring to you all. So you're welcome. All right. Another thing, number three, there's not a list. I don't know why I'm naming this shit, you know? Number three, this is going to be very weird and this may catch you off guard. I don't know who's listening to this podcast, but another thing that I'm grateful for is, let's get close, masturbation, all right? 
I came up with this this rule a long time ago that um, if you're ever about to like hook up with somebody, if you're ever about to link up, whatever you want to call it, go ahead and do the do for yourself, you know, and see if you're still ready to link up with that person. You know, I've been in a lot of situations where it's like, oh my God, you know, you're so horny and it's just like, oh my God, I'm going to link up with this person and we're going to have a great, great, you know, powwow. But then I take care of myself and then literally it's just like, ew, like get out of my phone. Like, I don't even want to, like, why are you even texting me? You know, and then I think about it. I'm like, oh my God, that's, that would have been so horrible. It's horrible when you're like, when you have a hookup and then like, as soon as you like orgasm, um, you literally are like, why am I here? You know? So no, like literally masturbation has been saving me. Um, from a plethora of like horrible linkups. Well, that makes me sound horrible. A plethora, like I have not, I don't just sit around waiting to link up. No, that is not my life. But in the situations where I am ready to do that, and it's like a, it's like a fail safe, you know? Like obviously like if I don't want to do it after that, then fine, I just like X out the link up. But if I still do, then you know, we take another route but masturbation has just been definitely keeping me out of the streets you know because the streets are calling always but masturbation will keep you at home and satisfied with yourself all right people so do it all right but everything with moderation all right just like weed and alcohol everything with moderation another thing that has been making me happy and grateful for is I'm not even going to say that because I don't know who's listening to this podcast. It could be job recruiters on here and I, I don't have time to say what I'm grateful for, but it's a green thing that keeps me happy and keeps, and keeps me lax and keeps the anxieties at bay. But again, with everything with moderation, don't become a head. Don't do that. Just do it when you need it. Whatever. All right. Another thing that I'm grateful for is my legs are my legs because it's plural um this is weird but i really love running you know like i feel like as a um and this goes with another thing that i'm grateful for but for me my imagination is just like always running rampant and it's just always there like i love just to one of my favorite things when i was living in atlanta like downtown atlanta was just like walking like I don't even know why but with my headphones on because like everybody else is just walking their regular lives and like talking to people but I'm in like a whole fucking imagination like weird world like I'm just I'm a supermodel in this moment or I'm like thinking about some this romance or whatever like I don't know but I'm grateful for my legs because I'm able to like go out to my favorite trail um, near my house and just go run like less about just like cardio and being fit but more just about like being able to like escape from like some of the shit that i have to deal with like whether that's anxiety or depression like being able to just like get out there um and just run you know i always feel better when i'm off a run like i always feel amped up and like ready to go do some more shit so i'm very grateful for my legs i know that's weird but i am so the next thing that i'm grateful for is twitter i know it's so weird but i love twitter Twitter keeps me laughing. Twitter keeps me entertained. I feel so informed by Twitter. I feel connected by Twitter. Like most of my friends are on Twitter. I genuinely hate Instagram. I'm sorry, I do. But Twitter is just like, um, 
I love it. It's just, it's the funniest thing in the world. So if you don't have a Twitter, go ahead and get a Twitter. <laughs> um, yeah. Moving on. The next thing that I'm grateful for is my car. Very weird, but obviously we all know what a car is meant for. But I love it. Like, feeling immobile is like one of the worst feelings in the world. And I feel like, especially in times like this where you're even more limited on the things that you can do. And you spend so much time at home it's just very nice to be able to like just get out and like get in my car and just like take some solo rides literally just to target if i need to or go to walmart not walmart where else do i go the mall if i need to of course safely by myself and with the mask on but like you know just to be able to go there or like even to get to like some of the trails like that are farther from my house um it's just i'm grateful to be able to have that you know so that's just on period so another thing that i'm grateful for which i've probably already said it like in every episode is that i'm grateful for you all it really just makes me feel like very fucking validated in this world to be able to say like literally people listen to my podcast like i'm a celebrity like thank you for like verifying me that i'm a celebrity by listening to this i really appreciate you all you know i feel like although i'm literally just speaking into a microphone like in my mind i'm speaking to like a room of like you know my closest friends and it feels very good so i'm grateful for you all it is very good to yeah it, it feels good to be loved you know i love it I'm also very grateful for Black is King by Beyonce. I think that Beyonce is like Superwoman. Like I don't like I don't know. God did something special when he just made her. And Black is King, like the Lion King was cool. Like we've all seen the Lion King a million times. But when I watched Black is King, that was amazing. But the let me tell you what the most mo- like the the thing that took it even to the next level was the soundtrack like 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 i didn't even really expect to like this shit that much like i was just like oh, this is gonna be cool like you know a different vibe of beyonce it's not even really just beyonce it's like a whole a, like assortment of artists but beyonce did what she had to do when she just like you know curated this amazing like album for the movie like I, I honestly it's just amazing like i listen to bigger by her so often that it's just like my like my phone literally says do you want to play bigger by beyonce like it just knows me so well and that song is just so ins- inspirational but just like the whole album as a whole is inspirational so i'm grateful for beyonce for constantly putting out just amazing work and just like constantly setting the bar like higher than you know you know it was like i'm just grateful for beyonce if you're not grateful for beyonce i'm sorry but i am grateful for beyonce okay so this one is very weird but i am basically grateful for uh modern medicine will you have it you know um this amazing program called mr m-i-s-t-r provides prep for individuals and if you don't know what prep is go ahead and google that i'm pretty sure most of the people who listen to this podcast are queer individuals and gay men so you all more than likely know what it is and to be able to have like your sexual health in your own hands and to be able to take that by control for free um in my case is just amazing you know with mr m-i-s-t-r go ahead and google that and you know 
link up with them they basically send me at home SED test and that has been just so amazing like it's it's amazing to be able to test myself at home send them back the results and once everything is clear go ahead and get my prescription it's just amazing and I love that and it's just so convenient it just shows that you know in today's world Although a lot of things are like, a lot of people aren't connected and technology makes things like very weird sometimes. Technology really does simplify a lot of things that used to take forever to do, you know? So I'm just very grateful for modern medicine and grateful for my own pledge to like take care of my own sexual health, you know? I feel like prep has been something that I've always just thought about, but I was always on the fence about. But I feel like for me, it's just a great insurance and I, um, I love it. I've had like just great experience on it so far. I've been on it for about five months, you know? So if anybody has any questions about that, we'll talk about that. You can talk with me about that personally, but yeah, I'm grateful for modern medicine. Take care of yourself sexually, all right, people? Get tested. I'm grateful for the show Big Mouth, you know? This episode was really brought out about Big from Big Mouth. If you haven't watched it on Netflix, Go ahead and do that. The show is very fucking weird. I don't know why I relate to it. Um, but I guess I relate to it because it's so fucking relatable. Like every, I don't know. It's obscene and it's crazy and it's, I don't know. But it's also very relatable and I love it. And in the episode or in this newest season, Jesse or all of the students were just all dealing with just like anxiety. Um, and Jesse in particular dealing with depression and anxiety at the same time and I just really resonated with her because I was like damn bitch like that sounds like me <laughs> like I I often have the depression kitty on me and this um this anxious mosquito on like just hovering around me constantly so it felt like good to be seen but also like understood so um in this by the end of the season Jesse was going through therapy and realized that like, you know, in order to like kind of combat the anxiety and depression, gratefulness. So she met the grateful toad or whatever his fucking name was. And it really sparked this episode because it was just like, I'm dealing with anxiety. I'm dealing with depression, you know? And obviously at this point, it's just like a part of like who I am, especially when it comes to anxiety. I think depression is like a phase thing and it goes in and out, you know, whatever. But anxiety is something that I deal with daily. And I feel like gratefulness has been something that has helped combat that, you know? So I feel like although this episode is very weird and sporadic, I feel like it really truly is, uh, it's truly something that I have to do on a daily, on a day to day basis. And for the individuals who deal with anxiety, I hope that you start to implement gratefulness in your day to day, you know, and it doesn't always have to be just the weird shit or just the normal shit that we always say, like, I'm grateful for my dad, I'm grateful for my mom, I'm grateful for my sister, I'm grateful for the house. Like, although you should always be grateful for those things, never take them for granted. I think that people should dig deeper and find out the other quirky things that they're grateful for that they often do take for granted, you know? Like, I don't think about literally The Office or I don't think about Netflix and that I'm grateful for it, you know? I don't think about just uh, my legs or just the books that I have that I get to escape and I'm grateful for. Like, I don't think about those things. So I really urge you to just, like, go deeper, you know? Like, think about it. 
All right, so I want to contradict myself a little bit and just go <laughs> um, in this out by saying that I am grateful for life. I know that is a very cliche saying, but I'm grateful to be alive, and I feel like you should be too. But for me, I'm realizing on a day-to-day basis that this life shit is not easy. You know, it's very complicated. Nobody gave me a handbook, although I wish I was giving a handbook. And nobody gave my mom a handbook, and nobody gave my dad a handbook. For, my, for me at all so it's just it's just me figuring a lot of this shit out right now so although I say all that to say that although it is very complicated a lot of highs and lows I feel like I'm just grateful to be six feet above the ground rather than six feet below the ground you know I feel like once you have that mindset once you just start your day out with that mindset you know it's really hard it's a bit harder to go you know love that as long as you're grateful to be alive i feel like you know you're ready for anything so i'm grateful to be alive you know one of my favorite quotes by j cole is there's beauty in the struggle i feel like we often forget that i often forget that you know i feel like oh my god i should have this by now i need to be working on this i'm just so behind i don't have this i don't have that and it's just like you know nobody said you have to have all this stuff done by this day or by this age or by this year like that was never like that there again there's no handbook so of course everything is just it's up to me you know so i feel like i'm realizing that there's beauty in the fact that i don't know what the fuck is going on sometimes and that i have to struggle to figure it out you know so there's beauty in the struggle if nobody's ever told you that i'm telling you that today so whatever your circumstance is whatever you got going on if you feel like you're so behind or you don't have this or you don't have that like you're figuring it out and that's all that matters because you're alive people you have so much to be grateful for you know i'm grateful for you so you should be grateful for you too and that's just down that and i truly mean that you know so i'm gonna end this episode right there i don't want to drag it on too much so if you have not done so if you have not been inspired to do so already i really do urge you to sit down and really fully think about the things that you're grateful for think about the things that you may take for granted like netflix like the book like your books like your i don't know your your christmas lights around your room that give you a good ambiance in your room maybe it's your music taste maybe it's one of your favorite artists that help get you through a depressive state i don't fucking know but i'm pretty sure that you have some things to be grateful for you know so that is that i would not talk to you before christmas so i want to say merry christmas and happy holidays and let's end this motherfucking year with a bang it's time you know 2020 has been a bitch hopefully 2020 has been it's going to be amazing you know i really i manifest that for all of us all right <laughs> so much love be peace be love Bye.